Today on Bold Steps with Mark Job, we're bringing a glimpse of the kingdom of God to you. We should manifest a piece of heaven amongst us because we are the people of God. Oh, we live in a broken, torn up world. But guess what? The kingdom of God is amongst us. How does the kingdom of God come to earth? You are a carrier of the kingdom. Welcome to Bold Steps with Mark Job, president of Moody Bible Institute and the senior pastor of New Life Community Church in Chicago. I'm Wayne Shepherd. As we move forward in our study called Roll Up Your Sleeves, we're learning that the kingdom has come near, and because of it, we've got work to do. As carriers of God's presence, we're supposed to go out and share His message. We started this series on being empowered earlier this week, and if you've missed any of the messages so far, there's still time to catch up. Just head over to our website, boldstepsradio.org. But right now, here's Mark Job to show us how we can bring the hope and joy of God to a dark and lost world. You need to look around your life and look around your circle and ask yourself this question, Lord, is anybody ripe around me? Is anybody ripe? Because I want to share with those people that are ripe, that are ready. The harvest is ready. Now that doesn't mean you ignore those that don't want to hear. But sometimes they'll be a lot more open later on in life. There are some of you that were really, really hard at one time. And it took a while to soften you up. A while to soften you up. A while. A long time. I always like the story of Mike Pagan. Mike, are you in here? I see his wife. He's back there. He's, he's doing security. When Maria, by the way, happy birthday, Maria. She just turned. I'm not going to tell you how much she turned, but she, I don't say that. I don't say that. But I love his story because Mike was a Chicago police and detective, and Maria started coming around, and Mike did not want to have anything to do with the things of God. Nothing. She saw her coming around, and he would not come. She invited him to her baptism, and I don't think he came, right? No, did not come. And he told him, those people are scammer. I'm going to do, I'm going to research Pastor Mark and tell you all the dirt on him. I'm going to. He was hard. He didn't want to. But you know what? Maria kept praying. She kept praying. And I still remember the day at IIT when Mike showed up in the back and I gave an altar call. And this hard guy that said, no, not for me, he made his way down the aisle and he kneeled at the foot of the altar that was there and he gave his life to Jesus Christ. Yeah. Now he's helping to lead a small group and head of our security team. Hey, God can take people that are hard and turn them around. How about it? Sometimes it takes some time, though. Sometimes it takes some work, though. And we have to be ready to see that, root, that, that fruit start to get ripe. And so Jesus said that. You know, he said, hey, if you find a man of peace, a person of peace, stay with them. Share with them. Share with those people that are ripe because those are the people that God is really working on. Number four, not only get ready for work, stop waiting for the perfect timing, look for the right people, and then lastly, celebrate the right things. Your biggest joy is not what God does through you, but what God does in you. I want to talk to you for a minute about this. This is really important. 
When the 72 returned, they were full of joy. They returned to Jesus with a report, 72. You know what they said? They were like, wow, that was awesome. You should have seen us, Jesus, man. We were like really good. He said, Lord, even the demons submit to us in your name. He said, have seen us, Jesus. We're praying for the sick and they're getting healed. We're praying over people that are demon-possessed and the demons are fleeing. I mean, wow, we had some power. They were pretty impressed with what they were doing, pretty impressed with what was happening. You know, there's a joy that happens when God uses you. How about it? Have you felt it? Have you prayed for someone and they gave their life to Christ? Have you worked with someone and they come and sit in church with you and then the next thing you know, they're getting baptized? This is a joy. Some of you, some of you barely know the joy of God using you because you haven't stepped out on the limb and say, God, use me. I'm going to tell you something. There's a joy when God uses you. People say, tell me sometimes, Pastor, it must be heavy to pastor congregation, man. I mean, you must be really burdened down sometimes with all the needs and the work and the problems and the issues. And yeah, there's days like that. But let me tell you, more days way outnumber the joy days. When I see people coming to Christ and growing and people taking steps forward, it's like, wow, this is awesome. And I get to be a part of it, a little part of it. But look what God is doing. There's a lot of joy that I have when I see people changing and God moving in people's lives. It gives me great joy. It gives me great joy to be a part of this congregation where I see lives being changed in a long time. I would have a hard time being a part of a church where I don't see people coming to Christ, where people aren't serious, where we're not seeing people really reach out to the neighborhood. You know, in the last three years, we've baptized almost 1,000 people, people that have said yes to Jesus and are coming to Christ, people that are saying, I want to know him. We've seen kids turn around and marriages restored. And yeah, some people fall away. And yeah, some people reject the gospel. But we've seen God do a lot of things. We better be excited about that, people of God. Yeah, you're a part of a church where God is moving. Never underestimate that. But that's not what should give us the greatest joy. He said, Lord, even the demons submit to us in your name. And Jesus said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. He's not referring to right then, but he's referring to before where Satan was cast out of heaven, where he was one of the angelic beings, and he was cast out of heaven because of pride. And Jesus is recalling, hey, we as believers have power in the spiritual world. And Jesus says, I remember when Satan was cast out of heaven, like, like, like a bolt of lightning he fell down. And he says to them, I've given you authority. Hey, you know that Tesla? You're plugging into the authority of God. Some of you are believers, but you're not filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. So you, you got all that it takes. The battery's there, but you need to be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. Jesus has given us something to make it in this world. You cannot white-knuckle it to sanctification. You cannot change yourself. This is not a self-improvement program. This church is not about 
four steps to improve yourself. This church is about surrendering to a power that is greater than you. His name is Jesus the Christ, the Son of God, and He gives you the power of the Holy Spirit in you to do that which you cannot do on your own. And it's available to everybody. That's why Jesus left, he said, I'm going so that the paracolite, the helper, the counselor, will be with you. And he will be with you 24 hours a day. And where will he live? He'll live in your body. It's the power of God himself, the third person of the Godhead, the Holy Spirit that comes inside of you. What does the Holy Spirit do? He nudges you towards the truth. He convicts you of sin. He empowers you to do things that you could never do on your own. He causes you to worship. When you're submitted to the power of the Holy Spirit, there is a power greater than you driving you, leading you, empowering you, helping you out. It's the power of Almighty God inside of you. You cannot live without it. You say, well, pastor, how do I get it? If you're a believer, you already have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, but you're not always necessarily filled with the Spirit. You know, you can grieve the Spirit, shut the Spirit down. You can make the Spirit, you can push the Spirit down so much that it seems like the Spirit has very little influence on your life. And the flesh has the greatest influence on your life. Some of you are believers, but you're living in the flesh and not in the power of the Holy Spirit. Oh, you got the car, but you're not plugged in. Because the Holy Spirit comes when we ask, when we seek, when we say, less of me and more of you, Lord. Not my will, but yours be done. Come, kingdom of God. Come, will of God be done into my life. I'd rather have one person with the, filled with the Holy Spirit, one believer surrendered, filled with the Holy Spirit, than a hundred that are walking in the flesh. I could do more with one person filled with the Holy Spirit than a hundred people that are lukewarm and walking in the flesh. Man, give me some people filled with the Holy Spirit, and we can tackle hell with the squirt gun. You're listening to Bold Steps with Mark Job. Our message is called Roll Up Your Sleeves. If you'd like to hear it again, be sure to visit us online at boldstepsradio.org or on any of your favorite podcast apps. But Mark, for those listeners who may be new to Bold Steps, you're in a devotional that comes out every Monday and comes right to my inbox, and listeners can get this as well. That's right. Every Monday, if you sign up, you'll get a free Bold Stepper Weekly, we call it. And there's devotional thoughts just to get you going for that week. Uh, this week, uh, the devotional talks about the splash effect. I love to talk about the splash effect because when my wife, uh, Dee, and I would go to the pool with our young kids, they would start splashing around, <laughs> get everybody wet. You have to, yeah. You have to. But you know, that's the way it is when we have a spiritual splash effect. When mm. we're walking and living with Jesus, it just splashes onto everybody around us. So learn what it means to have a spiritual splash effect. And by the way, we also uh, do these Paso Saudades, which is our one-minute bold step in Spanish. We'd love for you just to click on that link and listen to that encouraging word as well. Well, here's how to subscribe. Go to boldstepsradio.com. The Bold Stepper Weekly is a great way to grow in 2024, and you can get signed up today at that website. So you're all ready to start receiving this weekly devotional from Mark. Again, go to boldstepsradio.org and sign up today. 
Right now, let's dive back into the message. Mark has much more to say about peace, joy, love, and the presence of God working through you. So Jesus said, hey, I've given you authority. What is authority? Authority is the power to do something. I've given you the right, the authority. People say, well, in whose authority do you come? You come in the authority of God Almighty. It's not in my power. It's in the authority of Him who sent me, my Lord. I come in His power. I've given you authority, wow, to trample on snakes. I wouldn't go out trying to find a snake and say, I'm going to try this. But he's basically saying, I've given you authority over things. You know, some people think this is symbolic, but Satan was, you know, symbolic of a serpent. I've given you authority to trample on snakes, scorpions, and overcome the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. However, do not rejoice that the spirits submit to you, but rejoice Listen, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. What's he saying? Hey, it's great that if you're used of God, it's a powerful feeling. But the greatest joy isn't just God using you. The greatest joy is what God has done in you. And he introduces a concept that's found in a bunch of places in Scripture. He says, your names are written in heaven. What does that mean? I believe that he's referring to the book of life. There's a book that the Bible refers to multiple times called the book of life. One passage, it's called the Lamb's book of life. For example, in Revelation chapter 20, verse 15, it says... And if anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire. Man, I want to be in that book. I want my name to be in that book. There's a book with the names of those that are followers of Jesus the Christ, the Son of God, that have yielded their knee, that have bowed their knee, that have yielded their lives, that have come to the cross of Jesus and said, I'm yours. There's a book that keeps track. Of, of whose names are found in the book of life. You want your name to be in the book of life. In Revelation 21 verse 27 it says, But nothing unclean will ever enter it, and anyone who does, who does what is detestable or false, but only those who are written in the Lamb's book of life. Hey, there's a book your name is in it or not in it. This is not fuzzy. It's not like, hey, Jesus, I'm kind of a follower of yours. Sort of, maybe, kind of. There's no, hey, you know, I I showed up at New Life a few times, really liked, dug the worship, had my Bible. That's not about what church you went to. It's not about whether you did First Communion or not. It's not about whether you gave to missions or not. 
This is about, is your name written in the Lamb's book of life? In other words, have I yielded my knee? Is Jesus Lord of my life? Has he come in, made me a new person? Has he washed my sins, made me into a new person? Am I following Jesus Christ, the Son of God? Because the Bible is clear, you're either in or you're out. There is no in-between fuzzy. There is a book of life that the names of the followers of Jesus are written in. It's referred to in Scripture probably about six or seven times, and it's referred referred to as either your name is in the book or your name is not in the book and it's the lamb's book of life because there was a lamb that was slaughtered jesus the christ the son of god that you can you your name can get in that book no other way except through the cross of jesus christ and the blood of jesus christ there's no one that can cleanse you no one that can wash you no one that can make you whole except for jesus the christ the son of god and so he says, hey, it's great if God uses you. Roll up your sleeves and let God use you. But listen, if you're here today and you say, well, I, I just want to do something good. I want to feed the orphans and I want to help the widows and I want to take boxes to help feed the people or help the people that were affected by Hurricane Harvey. I'm glad you're doing all that. That's great that you're being used. But you know what? Your name needs to be in the book of life first. The greatest joy is not just that we have authority and power, but the greatest joy that we rejoice in is that our names are written in the Lamb's book of life because that means that we belong to Him. That should be our greatest joy. I believe that God wants to use us as a church in a powerful way. I believe that the harvest is plentiful and the workers are few. I believe that we're called, like he says in verse 8, go into the town, heal the sick who are there and tell them the kingdom of God has come near. But I believe God wants a church that really knows him as well. You say, well, pastor, does God still heal? I believe God can do anything God wants to do. I believe that God has power to heal, save, change, restore. He says, go and do two things. Heal the sick and say the kingdom of God has come near. You know what it means that the kingdom of God has come near? It means that the authority of heaven has come to earth. It means that all that God desires in heaven, he's saying, first of all, I'm going to manifest that on earth. That we're just a shadow reflection of heaven. But you know how there's joy in heaven? There should be joy among the people of God. You know how there's love in heaven? It should be manifest here. You know how there's no sickness or disease there? God wants to heal and touch so we see a glimpse of heaven on earth. You know how there's peace there? God wants to show up in such a way that he shows peace among the people of God. That we carry a peace of heaven with us. The authority of the kingdom of God has come amongst us. When you were taught to pray the Lord's Prayer, what were you taught? Our Father who art in heaven... Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. What are you praying? You're praying, kingdom of God come to earth. Show up in this messed up world 
where there's full of hate and bitterness and brokenness and disease show up in this world God with some peace and some forgiveness and some hope show up God and when there's sickness and disease brought because of sin God show up and bring some healing in this place where there's lostness and darkness show up God and bring salvation we should manifest a piece of heaven amongst us because we are the people of God oh we live in a broken torn up world but guess what the kingdom of God is amongst us how did it come here how does the kingdom of God come to earth? You are a carrier of the kingdom. Do you understand that? You're a carrier of the kingdom of God. Where you go, you bring the presence of God. Where you go, the kingdom of God manifests. When you show up, the works of the kingdom start manifesting in you and through you. You say, well, how do I release it? Some of you need to start praying like Jesus prayed. Some of you need to start speaking into people's lives that are depressed and suicidal and say, you know, no, that, no that's not your destiny. I'm going to pray, come kingdom of God. So you have hope and a purpose and a calling upon your life because you have been, you have been tricked by the enemy. But we're praying the kingdom of God would come to you. Some people are bound in addiction. They're chained. The kingdom of God comes to break every chain and set us free. The kingdom of God comes to cleanse us and wash us. The kingdom of God comes with righteousness, peace, and joy. That's the kingdom of God. It irks me, bothers me deeply to drive through neighborhoods that have a lot of churches in them, but it feels like hell on earth. I'm saying, where's the people of God? Where's the kingdom of God? Where's the manifestation of the kingdom of God? Because we, the people of God, should be the manifestation of the kingdom of God. There should be peace and righteousness and joy that shows up amongst us. We should be carrying the atmosphere of God's kingdom among us. Come on, I want that to happen in our, in our midst. This is Bold Steps. You're listening to the Bible teaching of Mark Job. He'll return here in just a moment. Few people have more impact on this nonprofit ministry than those who have chosen to partner with us, especially during this critical month. When you become a bold partner, you're not only helping people in your own community, you're helping us reach beyond your city borders and take God's message across the world. And we're hearing from listeners in Texas and California and Illinois, even Singapore. Each comment or letter we receive confirms to us that God is working through this program and the lives of His people. So if you'd like to help us share the life-transforming power of the gospel, give a generous financial gift today online at boldstepsradio.org. You can also call in your donation to 844-615-7363. And when you give a gift of any amount today, we'll say thanks by sending you a copy of our Bold Step gift. No matter where you are in your faith journey, the truth is Jesus Christ is inviting each and every one of us to come closer and to know Him better. But going deeper into His presence isn't a one-stop shop. It's a journey, a habit, a lifestyle. And that's why we want to send you a copy of Louis Giglio's book, At the Table with Jesus. Through 66 practical daily devotions, Pastor Louis guides us into the presence of our Savior, offering a truly transformative process that we can begin right now, right where we are. And just in time for the Christmas season, this special devotional is our gift to you 
when you give a financial gift today to support the ministry of Bold Steps. Call one of our team members at 844-615-7363 or request a copy of At the Table with Jesus by going online to boldstepsradio.org. Well, Mark, time really has flown by and Christmas is just around the corner. But for some people, as you know, this is a season that's anything but joyous. So let's talk to those folks for a moment. You know, Wayne, Christmas for so many people is viewed as a time of joy and celebration Mm -hmm. in the Hallmark films and uh, in It's a Wonderful Life. Mm -hmm. But it's also a very depressing time for a lot of people because the expectation is I should be with family, but maybe I lost a loved one. Our heart goes out to those people. And we just want to pause and just pray for you right now. And uh, just a word of encouragement. Father, You know that person right now that's listening to this uh, message, this radio program, and is extremely lonely, feeling isolated, feeling like no one really cares. I pray that you would just step into that room right now, wherever they're at, or into their car. And God, I pray that you would just let them know right now, Father, through the power of your Holy Spirit, that they are not alone. I pray that they would be encouraged by the fact that you are there, Father. Uh, bring joy to their spirit. Bring a sense of uh, a sense of the fact that you know their name, that they're not anonymous, Lord. And I also pray that you bring people into their lives that would encourage them. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes, amen. Thank you, Mark. If you've been challenged or encouraged by what you've heard on this program, won't you drop us a line and let us know? You'll find us online at boldstepsradio.org. And then just a final reminder to subscribe to our podcast and stay up to date with automatic downloads of each Bold Steps message. Just search your podcast app for Bold Steps with Dr. Mark Job and tap subscribe. Well, that wraps up today's teaching on Bold Steps with Mark Job. I'm Wayne Shepherd, reminding you to tune in tomorrow when Mark continues our series about being an empowered, spirit-filled witness by discussing divine appointments. Learn more about God's behind-the-scenes work in our lives coming up on the Thursday edition of Bold Steps with Mark Joe. Bold Steps is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.